In today's episode, we're talking about the 10 mindset hacks that many wealthy and successful people use and that you can start using today too. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about 10 mindset hacks that the rich and wealthy use and that you can use as well. All right, so without further ado, let's get started. Um, for those of you who just don't know me, my name is Gul Khan and I am a money mindset expert and the best-selling author of the book, um, Money, Money, Laws of Money. And we have an amazing podcast. And if you listen to your podcast, it's great. If you're listening to us on YouTube, then even better. All right. Okay. So let's start with number one. What is the first hack? Well, abundance mindset. Okay. Successful people often have abundance mindsets. And which means that they focus on on what they have rather than what they lack. And this is really, really important. Okay, they believe there's plenty of money, there's plenty of resources, there's plenty of everything that they need around. And there's plenty of resources to go around and that they, they focus on creating opportunities rather than waiting for opportunities to come to their door. Okay, so it's about being proactive. It's about going out and taking that action. It's about taking, you know, creating opportunities where there are one. And if you see anyone who's been highly, highly successful, you find that they 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 haven't they they've gone in and created opportunities for themselves they haven't taken no for an answer and they believe that they had access to all the resources including money for it uh, somebody said to me once Actually, I get this a lot, quite a lot that, you know, you need money to make money. That's absolutely not true. You don't need money to make money. You need an idea. And if you have the right idea and you have the right belief, you will attract all the money that you need in order to make that re- the idea reality. Okay, so that's number one. Hack number two. Okay, goal setting. So successful people are really great at setting uh, amazing goals. Now, they um, they have the... They, have the ability to take a really large goal and break it down uh, into actionable steps. And they know what they want and they know what they, you know, the, the amount of work that's required to get into it. Now, I'm not saying that you should have a full out plan for where you want to get. For example, if you are someone who's making $30,000 in the month, uh, a month, uh, uh, um, sorry, $30,000 annually, rather, I keep talking about a month, but if you're making, it could be you're making a month, but anyway, if you're making thirty thousand uh, dollars a year and you want to be, you want to start making thirty thousand dollars a month, for example, or hundred thousand dollars a month, you may not have an idea of what, what you, what you, how you can get there. But what you do is start where you are, so you have an idea. Okay, that's what I want to create, um, and you know how can I make money? What what kind of businesses can I do to create that kind of wealth? And then you take the first initial steps. Okay, this is very important. The plan that you have, it could be that, okay, I'm going to have an investing plan or I'm going to set up an e-commerce plan or, you know, an e-commerce business or I'm going to have a coaching business, whatever it could be, could be whatever. You need to set, you know, set, have a plan in motion 
and then take action on the first things that you can possibly do. It may be as you go through that plan. And by the way, anybody who's been successful will tell you the plan they set up with was not what ended up happening. It's not what they executed. It ended up changing on the way. And that's normal. So the plan will change. and It's absolutely fine. It's absolutely normal. But you need to have some sort of plan. You have need to have some sort of idea where you're going. It's like you need to get it. If you get in the cab, you need to tell the cabbie you're going to Manchester. You're going to go to, um, you know, you're going to go to. Cornwall, you can't go in uh, in in the same direction for you know for both player locations. So you need to know where you're going and have a plan to get there. Okay, for example, you using the same metaphor. Example, you want to go to Manchester and you have a plan that you're going to take from you're going to take the cab from here to Euston and from Euston station you're going to take the train there. But you find out there's a train strikes <laughs> as a coincidence is happening at the moment. So there are strikes. So you can, I need to go to Manchester, but I I can't use a train. Maybe I can go go via um, you know a coach. So you go from here to Victoria station and catch a coach there to Manchester. See what I mean? So this is what it is. You you have to have an idea of where you're going and break it down to steps that you can take right now and as you work on those steps you find that you know the the plan changes and sort of morphs into something else and eventually you may not even have an idea of how quickly or how long it will take you to get to 30,000 a month or 100,000 a month but you will get an idea okay that's the point start making a plan know where you want to go and start taking action today okay don't procrastinate don't wait for ideas to come into your lap start doing something now that's number two Number three, positive self-talk. Now, this is really, 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 really important. I even recently heard, um, you know, this uh, this very famous speaker, I'm not going to say his name, and he talked about how you need to have positive self-talk. And this is so important because the self-talk that you do to yourself is actually self-hypnosis. And he's damn right. He's damn right on the money. When you are talking to yourself or when you're talking about your your inner chatter, this is self-hypnosis. I can't do this. You end up proving to yourself that you can't do it. On the other hand, I am strong. I'm amazing. I can do this. I am smart. I I know I'm wealthy. I am so forth and so forth. In these so-called affirmations, if you use these affirmations as part of your self-talk, not just blindly say these affirmations in the morning and forget about it for the rest of the day, the reason why affirmations may not be working for you at the moment is you're using them as one in one point of day. So you in the morning you get up and you say these affirmations and then you forget about them for the rest of the day. That cannot happen. You need to have you know have those confirmations um down into you like your you know your regular self-talk. So throughout the day, you should be saying to yourself, I know I can do this. I have ama- I have amazing uh, ability to trade. For example, you want to be you want to be a trader. I'm an excellent trader, I'm a professional trader. It doesn't matter if you are there or not, it doesn't matter. I can do this. I'm brilliant. I have the money. I can do the. I have the resources, so forth. So the inner self-talk is really, really important. And you need to have a good idea of what it is that you want to achieve. And your inner chat, your inner talk, your inner self-talk has to reflect that also. You cannot be saying, I want to go to Manchester and say in your heart, oh, there's no way I can get there. I have no money. I have no resources. How am I ever going to get to Manchester? Then guess what? You're never going to get to Manchester, right? So in order for you to be able to get to where you want to get to, you need to have this belief that you can get there. And the way to cultivate that belief is through this inner self-talk, which comes from these affirmations. So you can take these affirmations um, and use them as a is to have the self-talk but you need to have self-talk okay now wealthy individual this is one thing that wealthy individuals often have really uh, um you know they've, they've honed this down pretty well where they have positive self-talk and they believe in their ability to succeed and these affirmations and this positive self-talk would actually fuel this belief of yours that you can succeed and you can attain whatever it is you need to focus on your strengths and visualize yourself as achieving those goals of having achieved those goals okay 
That's number three. Number four, risk taking. So successful people are not afraid to take risks, but they take calculated risks. This is very, very important. They know that in order to achieve great things, they, there's going to be an element of risk. They need to step out of their comfort zone and take calculated risks. But the, the operative word here, the, the important word to note here is calculated risks. They don't take risks just for the sake of it. They don't take risks just, you know, just to, um, you know, to do something risky. You know, they're not, they're not doing bungee jumping without the the, the harness. They they take all, they, they observe everything. They see what the pros and cons, and then they take the plunge. Then they take a leap of faith. This is really important. What I find with people is, you know, they people who are wealthy have done this and they do this again and again and again. And there are people that at times, have put their life savings online, you know, for before they have a breakthrough. And all the big, I mean, I was listening to the story for Shabash um, Yash Chopra yesterday in, you know, one of the Netflix series, and being a Bollywood fan that I am, and how he put everything online for the last movie, which was, de- I think it was, um, what was it? Uh, I think it was Kabi Khushi Kabi Gum, I think it was, or no, DDLJ. I think it was DDLJ. So, you know, how they, before that, they had, uh, you know, they had, he had, uh, you know, a number of losses and that was the movie that, you know, he if it didn't work, then they would go under and they put the whole life savings in it. And lo and behold, that became a massive, massive hit. And it's been running for the last 25 years, like it's been continuously running in the cinemas for 25 years. And that's amazing. And then if you look at, the, if you look at the history of Elon Musk and, you know, so Richard Branson, all these people, these amazing entrepreneurs, they do take calculated risks, and sometimes it looks it maybe from the outside it look it looks like they're being absurd, but they're not. They they've calculated that I need to do this, this, and this in order for that. I need to have this finance and this sort of thing, you know, supporting me, and I need to go and do X, Y, and Z. And yes, there's a risk that it may if I, if it doesn't work out the way I think or the way I anticipate, the way I want it to, it could mean I'll end up losing X, Y, and Z. Right. So you have to do you know you have to make the calculations. You have to take calculated risks, but you have to take risks and. And this is very important. People who stay on the sidelines, who stay in the comfort zone, they are afraid of taking risks. And there's something that someone said to me, and it stayed with me forever, is those people who, you know, who are afraid of risking anything, end up risking everything. Right? I'm going to repeat that. It's so, so profound. I'm going to repeat that for you. People who are afraid of risking anything, end up risking everything. Yeah. So that's very important. Number four. Number five, moving on very swiftly. So number five, continuously, um, you know, people who are wealthy continuously learn. Why? Let me explain. I always say, you know, my education didn't stop when I graduated from my degree or when I became a barrister. It, it didn't. It never stopped. Like I continuously learned and I continuously evolved. And people who are wealthy understand this idea that life doesn't stop. Your education doesn't stop when you graduate and get a degree or, you know, get a qualification. You have to constantly learn and evolve. And you have to, you know, practice your, you know, craft and get better better and uh, get better at it. I mean, this day and age, we are no longer continuing with one creative choice anyway. I mean, I'm a qualified lawyer and I'm not working as a lawyer at the moment. I'm working in, in other areas. Albeit I'll go back into law and I'm looking to go back into law, but that's just going to be one of my uh, revenue streams. It's going to be one of my businesses, not the main business either. So I'm continuously learning and I've learned so much about over the last five, six years. I've learned so much about marketing, especially online marketing and about content creation and about connecting with the audience and, and, and so forth. 
that I, you know, I could probably do a, an MBA on it, you know, for the, for that matter, because of being able to be in the trenches and learning and doing the work and, and learning from my mistakes and carrying on. But that's what most of these of these entrepreneurs, these business people, or these wealthy people do. They're continuously learning a new skill set or harnessing the, the skills that they have, and they're becoming a master at it. Yeah. So you have to continuously learn. You have to invest in your personal and professional development and seek out new knowledge. If you're not, if you're not developing, this is something I learned from Tony Robbins a long, long time ago. He said, "There's never a state. You know, there's never something that's a status quo. You know, you never, you're never uh, stagnant. You never st- stand still. It, at any given moment in time, you're either developing or you're diminishing. There's nothing. There's no ways two ways around it. You either increasing your knowledge and becoming better at better and better about your at your craft, at what you do as a person, as an individual, as a as a professional, whatever you are in, or you're diminishing. And that could be, and that could be not necessarily in professionally, but also in your personal life as well. You need to constantly strive." to be a better person and constantly strive to be a better professional and constantly strive to be better an entrepreneur as business person if you are not and if you're happy with where you are then you're going to diminish in value simple as that okay something i learned from him and i, I truly am i'm grateful for, for his teachings regarding that okay so that's numbers number five i hope you are enjoying today's episode if you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. What's number six? Number six is resilience. Very, very, very important, okay? Successful people are, are people who have a high level of resilience. Now, on the path to success, on the path to, let's be very real, on the path to true generational wealth, you're going to come across many hurdles, many, many hurdles, right? Some, something you can anticipate, something, some of them you don't even anticipate. They're such curveballs thrown in your direction. You're like, oh, oh, where did that come from? And how did it come to me? It's just, it just blows you away. And there are things that are going to happen to you that are going to baffle your mind and break you. And it could be personal or professional. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So if you don't have resilience, you're going to break at the first moment, uh, first point of hurdle. You're going to shatter. And anytime someone, you know, you know, doesn't give you the rights of, for example, if you're as a teacher or as as a as a content creator, you're going to sort of crumble at the first negative comment. You're going to lose your confidence at the at the first sight. Your your clients are dissatisfied with you, or if you are. you know, a business owner and you have, you're selling your, your products and you're going to, your current crumble when you get bad reviews about your products. Right. So, you know, in order for you to bounce back from setbacks, you need to build resilience. And this is really, really important. Um, you need to keep going, even in the face of adversity, you need to have your goal in mind. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing. And this is why I did a podcast and know your why you need to have a, so such, um, almost like you know having a, a, a warehouse full of resilience where like things when things go wrong and they will and when you have when you see or you face setbacks and you will and this is guaranteed you're going to face setbacks you're going to face hurdles you're going to face um curveballs when you do you need to dig deep into your powerhouse your warehouse of resilience and bring it out and move forward and there are days where you don't want to carry on. There are days when you think, oh my God, everything's over. There are days when you think, oh my God, you know, what have I done? You know, why have I done? <laughs> why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? It's 
mo- those moments which are defining moments is at those moments that people who succeed, you know, who push through um, such adversity end up succeeding and those who don't end up failing and, you know, talking about, uh, you know, what could have been, should have been and would have been, right? So this is very important. Know that you need to cultivate resilience. It's something, it's a skill that you can develop and you should develop. It's not something that everyone's born with. Nobody's born with resilience. I'll tell you this right now. Nobody's born with resilience. You develop resilience. I have a lot of resilience, but I've been through a lot of crap in my life. And that's the reason why I do have resilience. The more hurdles you can overcome, the more resilient you become. But you have to have a positive mindset. So the, the, the first thing I said in the very number one, having an abundance mindset is very, very important. If you are if you if you have a negative mindset, you have negative ideas, then as soon as negative things happen, you will spiral downwards. Right. So this is why you need to have resilience and a positive mindset. OK, wonderful. Then now number seven. Right. Focus. Where are you focusing? So this is something that one of my mentors said early on was energy flows where focus goes. You need to focus where you're going. And the example that he used with me was of of um, you know of someone who's um, who's doing who's going down a, an ice slope and they're um, you know skiing. And if you're skiing and you're going down the ski slope and you right in front of you you see a tree if you see the tree like oh i don't want to miss the tree i don't want to miss the, i want to miss the tree i don't want to miss the tree i don't want to hit the tree the more you focus on the tree even though you're saying i want to miss it i don't want to hit the tree guess where you're going right into the tree so this is this is a, a some a, a training that he picked up and he learned from skiing that in in skiing if you don't want to hit the tree they need to focus where the tree isn't and focus on them going in that direction and as long as you focus in that direction you'll go in that direction if you focus on the tree about not hitting the tree you'll hit the tree that's also what happens in life you have to focus on where you're going. You have to focus on what you want to achieve. If you keep focusing on what you don't have, if you keep focusing on the troubles, if you keep focusing on everything that's gone wrong in your life or can go wrong in life or, sh- or could go wrong in your life, you're going to be focusing on the negativity. You're stuck, right? So you need to focus on your goal. You need to focus on where you're going, not where you are, not where you've been, but where you're going. And it's very important to keep hold of your focus. And every time your focus goes into today or yesterday, you need to pull it back out and send it to, to the future where you want to be, where you want to go. And you need to tell yourself, and this is, an, is another skill set that's developed. Again, you're not born with this, right? You need to focus on where you're going, not on where you are and where you've been. Okay. Again, Wealthy people are great at focusing, um, you know, their attention on things that matter and they know how to prioritize the time and energy and they don't waste their resources on things that don't, you know, don't align with their goals. They don't focus on, on, on negativity. They don't focus on what could go wrong. They focus on what should go right, how things are going right. And they put all, they invest all their time and energy in focusing where they want to go rather than where they are and where they, where they were yesterday very important okay focus number eight is gratitude now gratitude is very very i mean we, i think everyone talks about gratitude so i'm going to quickly touch upon this as well gratitude is why wealthy people are wealthy wealthy people often practice gratitude now this is generalization of course some people don't there are a few who don't but when let's not go into that generally most of the people i would say 99 percent of the people who are wealthy practice gratitude which means they focus on what they have and appreciate the good things in their life now i'm going to put add a little bit of caveat here there are people who are wealthy who don't remain wealthy if they're not grateful for it. So these are lottery winners. These are people who, um, you know, come into a lot of wealth because they, you know, they came, became a very popular athlete or a singer 
and they make a lot of money very quickly. But if they're not grateful for it, they lose that very quickly as well. So gratitude is what not only... Gratitude is something that only brings wealth to you. It keeps wealth to you as well. So this is so, so important to understand the power of gratitude. A lot of people can become wealthy just because they come into alignment with wealth through some other means, but they don't remain wealthy because they're not grateful for their wealth. They're not grateful for what they have. And this is and this is key. Wealthy people know how to be grateful and they practice gratitude and they focus on things that they have and appreciate what they have and appreciate the good things in their life. They know that cultivating an attitude of gratitude can help them attract more abundance and more, um, you know, more good things. And they can be, and the more grateful you are, the more things you attract to you, towards yourself to be grateful for. Okay. And this is also actually in the Bible. And also in the Quran as well, that it says quite clearly, in, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, that God, you know, when people, when you are grateful, God will increase the amount of things you are grateful for. So when you're grateful to God, God gives you more things to be grateful for. And this is basically what we're talking about here, right? So it comes from uh, the you know, Bible and the Quran as well. Number nine, one of my favorites, surround yourself with successful people. Now, I've had this this conversation with a number of people and this is going to come from a hadith by the way so i'm, I'm going to talk about hadith the i'm muslim so obviously i i know a lot about the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam's hadith he said that you know on the day of qiyamah on the day of judgment you will be you know you will get up with, with people that you are surrounded by so basically your friends you will get up with the people who are with you and he's he really talked about choosing your friends wisely because they will you know they are the ones who are going to accompany you on their judgment and judgment and so forth right and how they have a real strong impact on your life when you're, you know, day to day living. And this is so, 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 so true, right? And this has been proven in scientific studies that, you know, you are the the average, the the amount of money that you can own and have and make is the average, the five, the closest people near you. So if you are close to people who have lack and scarcity and don't make much money, then the average of those five people is what you'll make. Right, you cannot go beyond your your social circle. Unfortunately, that's the truth. So you need to surround yourself by successful people. I'm not saying you cannot associate with your cousins and your friends and so forth who are not successful, but you need to limit your time. And this is really, really, really hard for some people. But it's a hard truth. Okay, you successful people surround themselves with other successful people. That is a fact. Okay, they seek out mentors who can help them learn and grow. So if you are on the journey of being wealthy, you seek you should be seeking out mentors who can help you become wealthy, who can have done what you've done, who, who have achieved what you want to achieve. And you can actually allow yourself to be in a community of other people who are striving to be in the same path, who are striving to achieve the same things, who are striving to achieve similar goals to what you are going to go for, yeah, what the goals you want to achieve. If you hang around with your buddies from college and uni and, you know, you're happy having watching Netflix and, you know, going out for dinner and so forth, that's not going to do much for you, right? That's going to keep you where everyone else is. That income level is going to stay where everyone else is. You're not going to get very far, yeah? So I know this is a hard truth, but this is a truth, okay? And now number 10, okay, give back. And this is something that I that I truly, truly feel from the bottom of my heart, okay? Wealthy people often have a philanthropic mindset. They want to help people. They, they, they believe in giving back to the community and they believe in helping people. And they know that helping others can bring them happiness and, and fulfillment. And this is the case, right? So 
people say to me, oh, girl, I'm not really that fast. I really don't want to make that much money. I just want to help people. And I say, fantastic. That's brilliant. Absolutely wonderful. Go ahead, make a million bucks. Keep whatever you want to keep for your daily bread and what makes you happy. And then give away the rest to people who need it. Right. There's been a recently while I'm recording this, there's been a recent disaster in Syria and uh, Turkey with a uh, with the awful earthquake. And if you're in a position to make a million bucks this year, make a million bucks this year. Keep a hundred grand for yourself for your living expenses if that's all you need. Give the other nine hundred away to such charities who can support and rebuild house for these houses for these people, or you know, or orphanages for the people, the children who become orphans or orphans recently. And, you know, work, you know, for people who are, who don't have work or any housing, so forth. You, money is such a powerful tool. You can help some people with. You want to help people? Go for it. Go and help them with the, with the money. With your hands, you can only, you only have so much time and, and you only have two hands. There's only so much good you can do with your hands and your time, right? Because you're limited to it. You've got two hands and you've got 24 hours. But your money can go a lot, lot further. You can make a million or two million, 10 million, hell, you can make 100 million. And you don't have to spend it all on yourself. There's no need. There's no contract written that if you make 100 million, you have to spend it all on yourself. How there? Spend it on yourself. Keep some for your children. Keep some for your generational, you know, create generational wealth for your family, for your lineage. Then a good portion of it, even 50% of it or 60% of it, you can spend in the way of helping these people, other people who don't have the facilities that you do, who don't have the opportunities that you do, who are not as fortunate as you to be listening to the podcast, to be able to be able to go out there and make a difference in, the, in other people's life, who's not, who's, not, who's not in a position to make the kind of money that I'm talking about, right? So be, you know, have this mindset that I want to make so much money that I can help every person I meet and still have enough to, you know, for me to be live comfortably. And if that, if that means that you want to have, if you want to have a private jet and you want to have a mansion and for all of that, you maybe need, you know, maybe you need 10 million for that, or maybe you need a hundred million for that, you know, for you to have that kind of lifestyle, then go and make 200 million, right? So if you need a hundred million to, to support your lifestyle, make 200 million, right? Just the other hundred million can be spent on helping these people and other people that I'm talking about, right? There's no limit, have a mindset that you want to give back as much as possible in your lifetime. And you're not here forever. You are here for a finite period of time. You are going to leave this planet, whether you like it or not, whether you accept it or not, you will leave this planet. So accept the fact that you're going to leave, but you want to leave it better than when you received it. So for that reason, go out and make the best version of yourself. Make as much money as you possibly can and then spend for on yourself. I'm not saying don't spend it on yourself. Get the cars, get the house, get the things that you want to get. And then have more than enough left over to be able to spend in the way of, you know, of Allah or in God or whatever you want to say in universe and be able to help people who are not as fortunate as you and I to be able to have the opportunities to create the kind of wealth that I'm talking about. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I enjoyed um, talking about it and talking to you about it. And I will be back on another episode very, very soon, sharing with you some more life hacks, some more life tips, and some more ways for you and I to become wealthy. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. 
And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.